Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 64. Welcome to RestaurantUnstoppable.com. Listen to successful restaurant professionals as they discuss the tools, tactics, and services they use to better lead, manage, and market their restaurants. Join our community and make your restaurant dreams unstoppable. Here's your host, Eric Cacciatore. Yo, what's going on? All you unstoppable restaurant professionals, it's me, your host, Eric Cacciatore, and this is the podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry, and we do that by listening to the stories and taking the advice from some of the industry's most successful restaurant professionals. Today's Tuesday, you know what that means. It's Talking Tuesday, and I have a great show for you today. If this is your first Talking Tuesday, I'll just give you a, a little taste and an idea of what Talking Tuesday is all about. So, obviously, I can't get every restaurant professional on the show, but I can go out and read their books and gather the advice they give us in these publications and share it with you. So, that's all we're doing today, and uh, they say the best way to learn is by teaching it to others. So that's kind of the goal with Talking Tuesday. That's all it is. Uh, I'm just teaching you what I'm learning. If I ever come across something that I think you could have value in, I just have to share it with you. Um, I don't make any claim to be an industry expert. Uh, I am a student of the industry, but I'm one ambitious mofo of a student who is passionate about helping others. And um, I just really believe in the, the idea that if you help others and you just do right and you're constantly looking to put other people's intentions first, uh, then good things will happen to you, and uh, I'm sure that this will help catapult my career, and um, I'm just excited for everything, and uh, truly do get a lot of happiness by providing this content to you. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. And mark my words, I might not be the all-knowing leading authority on the restaurant industry, but... I will become the number one audio resource to make your restaurant dreams unstoppable simply by gathering the stories and advice from the industry's best. You can bet on that. Um, So what am I reading right now? Uh, The book I am currently consuming is John Taffer's Raise the Bar, and it's really good. I have to be honest, when I first thought about picking up the book, I mean, it's been on my radar, but I have to be completely honest, and I was a little hesitant because he's such a douchebag on TV, and I thought to myself, what guy in their right mind who really knows how to manage and lead treats people like this, and I have to give him credit because uh, he, in the very beginning of the book, he kind of uh, touches upon how on TV, he's given a very limited amount of time to get the job done. And that soft approach uh, isn't always the best approach. So he has to be a little coarse and he has to kind of just, you know, he, like he says, get on the bus or get run, run over. And um, it's the only way he could do uh, how, what he does in such a, a short period of time. So I do understand that. And I have to say the book is pretty good. He really gives us some gold nuggets of advice. And he tells some great stories of his experience uh, coming up into the industry. Uh, I haven't finished the book yet, but I just finished uh, chapter five. And uh, in that chapter, he talks about employment and uh, you know how to treat your employees and how to get the most out of them and find the right ones. And in that chapter, he breaks it down. Well, I guess some of the, the core values first, uh, some of his beliefs and some of my 
uh, shared beliefs is that uh, you don't hire uh, off of experience, you hire off of attitude. Uh, you can train people to be good restaurant professionals, but you can't like physically change their behavioral traits and attitudes. So uh, that's one of the big things that he... And I'm quoting John Taffer here. Uh, Profitable bars and restaurants rely on the strengths and talents of employees. So you're only as good as the people you have in your restaurants. And uh, that's just a really valuable lesson to take away. So just really you know, understand that the right people, um, if you're looking for the right people, look for the right attitudes. Attitudes always trumps experience. And uh, you, I mean, let's, let's do a little self-reflection here. If you're a manager or owner, how many times in a job posting have you put experience necessary. Um, if you do put that down and that is your, your typical job posting, if you're looking for people for your restaurant and all you put is, you know, we're looking for a server experience necessary or a bartender experience necessary, you are doing yourself a disjustice. John Taffer writes, the problem with traditional approaches with human resources is that they place too much importance on industry familiarity and too little on identifying the personality traits necessary to really drive customer reactions. And uh, customer reactions is really important. Uh, He describes in the book, that's really what we are in the business of. We're selling reactions. Uh, It doesn't matter how good your food is. I mean, we all know it does. It has to be good. But what really is going to make you or break you is the reaction of your guests when they're in your restaurant. How they react to the food. How they react to the experience. So, You have to find people that create positive reactions. So that's why it's so important to to not place your emphasis on the experience because if you're solely looking at experience and putting too much focus on the experience, you're losing the opportunity to find great potential employees for your restaurant. Keep in mind too, just because somebody has experience on their resume, you don't know if it was a good experience or bad experience. They could have been, you know, trained with some really bad habits. So if you get somebody who is a stellar personality with a clean slate, you can impose the right habits and train them the right way without any of those past bad habits influencing their work performance. So that's just another thing to keep in mind. You know, you can always teach well-selected employees the procedures, skills, and whatever else you need to make them successful, but you can't change someone's personal interaction skills. That's just, you know, emotional intelligence. Some people have it or they don't, just like some people have technical skill and other people's don't. So you you can't overlook it. Danny Myers kind of touches on this too in setting the table. He says that you have to look for 51 percenters, meaning you have to hire people that are 51% emotionally intelligent and 49% uh, technically intelligent talented or technically intelligent. Um, it's really in this industry, in the service industry where reactions are such a huge part and, uh, the human interaction is so important. You have to have emotionally intelligent people. Uh, so just remember that. So, okay. So there's your intro specifically. What we're going to be talking about today is the four step hiring process that's listed by John Taffer in his book. Uh, the first step he says is identify your employee, adjectives. So before you just start throwing out random adjectives, really think about your position and your restaurant and your brand and what what image you're trying to create. And once you like get absolute clarity on that image, on your brand, on your mission and your culture, your vision and all those things, who is the perfect employee to fit and align with those visions, those cultures and that mission? When you get this clarity, Start writing down the adjectives that describe that person. Uh, And when you think about 
these adjectives. Think about the kind of person that makes the best server or bartender. So if we're talking about a server, you want someone with a great attitude, who smiles, who goes the extra mile, who has those intrinsic qualities. So some of the adjectives I can think of are warm, caring, outgoing, extroverted, uh, enthusiastic, goal-orientated, people-pleaser. I mean, I could go on and on, um, but you have to, or maybe if it's a sports bar, get even more specific, uh, sports lover, uh, athlete, those are the things you want to be thinking about. Also, Taffer suggests taking things into consideration like uh, employee-to-employee traits, employee-to-customer traits, employee-to-manager traits. How is this person going to work in your team? So don't forget to do that, too. So go through and do this with every position at your restaurant and put it in writing. Put it in your operations manual. Make it a procedure um, and, make, and set your standards. You, don't, you never want to you know, sacrifice your standards. So you have to get it in writing. You have to put it in the operations manual. Okay, so there you have it. That was step one. We're gonna talk about step two now, which is recruit through proper advertising. Like we said earlier, like if you just put, if, if your idea of doing good recruiting is going on Craigslist and saying, bartender needed, experience required, that's not good enough. Uh, you really, what you're doing is you're selling your restaurant to the best employees that are out there. So if you have the best job posting that's descriptive and inviting and the energy's there and people just get that sense that this looks like a, a place that has their their shit together, then you're going to attract the best quality employees. So um, John, in his book, gives us some great tips on how to really make a great job posting that stands out. So what he suggests is use the right adjectives, like we had mentioned before, adjectives are so important. Now that you have these adjectives, put those adjectives in the job posting. And uh, what you'll do by, by putting these adjectives in, uh, if you have a, a very specific job posting that clearly states the type of person you're looking for, anyone who's not that type of person while reading this job posting will go, you know what, that's not for me. And you're saving yourself a ton of work by weeding out the people that aren't a right fit who will just naturally uh, take themselves away from the opportunity. Um, so a great example, and he lists a few examples in the book. I'm just going to share one example with you. So this, exam this example is uh, actually like how you should be writing your job postings. And uh, he, I think it gives us three examples in the book. I'm just going to give you the first example to kind of paint the picture of what you should be going for. So it starts like this. Great jobs are hard to find. Not anymore. We are seeking a fun, high-energy, customer-orientated bartender at, insert restaurant name, our management team is dynamic, friendly, with a passion for entertaining and great food. Apply in person, insert the time, on, insert the day, at, insert the address. Also, when you're running this, uh, this job posting, be sure to use landmarks to make finding the restaurant easy on your potential employees. They may not know where you are, so uh, you want to keep things timely. And uh, also, make sure you do a, a detailed listing of the benefits they'll receive working for you. Um, and, you know, benefits are so important when you're selling anything. Keep in mind, a job posting, you're selling your restaurant to the best potential employees. So you have to list those benefits. People don't buy anything. They don't opt into anything unless the benefits are there. Um, that's marketing 101. So, Put those benefits there, and also you want to make sure that you're an equal opportunity employer, so uh, make sure you list that we are an equal opportunity employer, or just put EOE, that's the industry standard. And uh, 
that's just one of the three examples he gives. Uh, he provides more. He also provides a very long list of good adjectives you should be using to look for great employees. Uh, be clear that you want this person to apply in person. Make sure you're, this makes your life so much easier because the really serious people will show up. Uh, if you just say call or email, then you're just creating more work for yourself. Why do that to yourself? As a manager, your time is limited. You want the real serious people. And if they're serious, they'll put the suit on. They'll drive to your restaurant and they'll interview in person. And they'll show up at the right times like you listed. And if, if they're showing up outside of these times, you don't want them anyway because they clearly can't follow directions. Um, which is why you know you just don't even give them that opportunity to email and call because you're just creating more work for yourself. Um, and like I said, it also uh, cuts through the people that aren't completely serious about employment at your restaurant. Uh, there's one more thing I wanted to add to uh, step number two, which is recruit through proper advertising. What platforms are you using to, to advertise on? Uh, so many people just advertise on Craigslist, but if you want serious hospitality professionals, the best of the best, people that are you know truly passionate about food in the hospitality industry you need to use hospitality and restaurant platforms to advertise your uh, job posting uh, some of the quick resources I found just through doing a little bit of research is uh, hccareers.com starchefsjobfinder.com and jobsonthemenu.com uh, so if you're looking for a, a specific industry individual use the specific industry job finding platforms it only makes sense don't limit yourself to craigslist and craigslist craigslist is good for sourcing locally finding college students i'm not ruling it out but do yourself the justice of being where the best are i just want to add a little nugget to that uh advertisement portion of the the four steps and uh that is if you're in a college town, go to the college, and if they have some kind of culinary or, ho or hospitality program, go to the chair of the hospitality program or the culinary program and let them know that you're looking for good workers and establish a relationship with that person because they will be a gold mine for great employees. And if you don't have a college that teaches hospitality or culinary uh, courses, then look for other courses that are service orientated, like education or nursing any kind of education that's focused on serving others and helping people is a great place to start and you're likely to find a better quality employee by doing so so that's just a little extra nugget of information can't remember where i heard that but i picked it up from somewhere okay we are on to the third step of the hiring process and that step is identify winning personalities so uh, John suggests that the conventional interview process is not effective because, well, to be very blunt, it's just a load of caca because anybody who follows that typical uh, hiring you know, flow, the questions you ask on a typical interview, those people, your, your uh, candidates are out researching the questions and the answers. So they're just spoon feeding you a bunch of BS because they know that's what you want to hear. So if you really want to get to the core of that person, their personality. You have to be creative. You have to develop questions that kind of parallel your your restaurant's culture, uh, what you want to know, uh, what will you know reveal their strengths and weaknesses, not through asking what your strengths and weaknesses are, but through really pulling back to the layers. And in order to really pull back the layers, John suggests using a triple C, uh, conversation, 
conviction and curiosity. So just start a conversation with this person, get to know them, ask questions that require expressive answers. Uh, you know, be specific, find out what they do for fun. Where do they hang out? Who are their friends? What's their favorite kind of music? Did they play sports when they were younger? What was their favorite sport? What kind of peanut butter do you like? Chunky or creamy? I mean, be creative because when you're creative and you go off course, you get to the core, uh, authenticity of these people they can't plan for these crazy questions and you start uh showing their true colors uh he also suggests you need to use conviction so when he talks about his restaurants and when he's hiring people he lists the beliefs and opinions that he has about his business to see if though the values of the candidate align with the beliefs and opinions of you and your restaurant and then lastly he says use curiosity um, so use words like and, and, really, and really pull back the layers when they're telling you what their favorite kind of peanut butter is, uh, you know, dig. And it, when they tell you what their favorite sports team is, dig, because they might mention something that will give you an opportunity to dig further about that person's uh, values, their beliefs, their uh, you know, creativity, or whatever it is. You're trying to get a feel for this person and if they're outgoing and uh, how how well they adapt to awkward situations. So uh, get creative and don't be so conventional with your interview process. All right, the last, the fourth and last uh, step is select your winners. So after you go through and you you interview all these people, uh, you have to pick the best. And uh, so basically you want to set a standard for yourself. You have to pick the people that match six of six or more of the adjectives that you listed in your operations manual. Um, so they have to have a minimum of the six adjectives that you're looking for and don't settle for anything less. Uh, take experience into account only after you find out that the personality traits are there and they have six of the eight adjectives you require to be hired at your restaurant. And if, say, for example, and this is something that's kind of important and John points it out in the book. Um, say you are a wine bar and uh, your candidate has six of the eight adjectives, uh, but one of the adjectives you list are, you know, a wine enthusiast or wine savvy. And this person that's interviewing for you meets all, you know, all but two of the adjectives. And one of those adjectives they don't meet is wine knowledge. They, you ask them about their wine knowledge and they said, I really, I just, I don't really drink wine. I don't know much about it. Uh, I, I really like beer. That's a big red flag because it's really important that your workers, your employees are educated and are able to educate the guests and can field questions and understand what it is that you're trying to do at your restaurant. So uh, you have to take that into consideration. And maybe if they're a really great person, uh, maybe give them a book and, you know, and that will show how interested they are. Give them a book and say, hey, take this book and study up and uh, come back in, in like a couple of weeks and I'll ask you some questions. And if you are up to par, then we will definitely take you on. But it's extremely important to never settle and never go below your standards. As soon as you, you know, make exceptions and you start, you know, sacrificing your standards, uh, you're going to start losing. You have to be very specific about your standards and you owe it to yourself to be specific about your standards. So that's it. Uh, just to recap, we have... Identify employee adjectives, recruit through proper advertising, identify winning personalities, and 
select your winners. Uh, so that's all I have for you today. Uh, I hope you guys found value in this episode. And like always, please, please, please connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, Twitter. I'm out there. I want to know what you think about the show, and I want to uh, provide value to you. So if you can think of anything that would make a great topic on the show, but you just don't have the time to do the research, I'll tell you what, make me your little servant and tell me what you want to know, and I will do everything humanly possible to go out and get the answers. And that goes for a future guest, too. If there's somebody you truly admire in this industry and you think that they just have a wealth of knowledge that would be incredible for us all to listen to, then uh, let me know, and I'll try to get them on the show, and we'll try to learn from them together. We'll get their stories. Uh, I'm here for you guys. Don't forget it. So I guess I'll just give one final plug for John Taffer's Raise the Bar. If you were like me and you were thinking to yourself, hey, you know, this guy seems like a real dinky on TV. I don't know if I would want to emulate that kind of culture in my restaurant. Uh, well, a lot of it's an act and a lot of it is that way because he has to be in the short time he's given. He really does know what he's talking about. His book is incredible and uh, you can have it for free if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash unstoppable and uh, you can get your free uh, audio audible uh, trial uh for one month, you get a free book with the trial, and if, if it doesn't work for you and you don't like it, you can always cancel, but I'm telling you, once you go audio, you won't go back, and I also, I'll have the links to the book if, you, if you're if you a hardcover, tangible kind of person and you want the book to hold, I'll have the links in the in the book. I'll also have the links to all the show notes, um, The I'll list the five, the, the four steps, and I will have some of the links to those websites where you can uh, start promoting and advertising your job postings as well. Um, so I guess that's all I have today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. And until next time, peace out.